everyone. Welcome back to the 2AM Campfire Club. I'm Ethan. I'm Reagan. We're going to have a great time, just the two of us talking about... Jar Jar Binks. No. What are you... Why? What do you have to say about Jar Jar Binks? No, I'm going to start back where we finished. If you just put Luke and Finn together, replace Kylo with Jar Jar, makes everything better. Makes it the best part of the trilogy. That would make, like, okay. <laughs> I did just do with Sham Kids. About we gotta talk about Star Wars. Yeah. That's why we're here. We we're talking about Star Wars. Unfortunately. Okay. I wish that we- is the life of, like, being a Star Wars fan. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I like Star Wars. I like three of the nine main series films. And those maybe three one- were really good. <laughs> yeah, <those three. laughs> The rest of them were pretty just- horrible, but I'd be here for those three. Yeah, I, I watched I watched and the them spin-offs. And all the spin-off things are great. I, Rogue I, Wars, The that, Mandalorian, Rogue One. I I think Rogue One, I don't know. I feel like that movie was kind of slow and the characters didn't make a whole lot of sense, but I did like that movie. It was really entertaining though. Yeah. I think that's the thing that that movie had that a lot of the other ones are missing, is that it was just really captivating. Yeah, I think that captivating is the right word. Like, I just, I was very enthralled by it. I wanted to know what was going to happen, and I was genuinely interested in the plot. And yeah. not a lot of, of, honestly, almost none of the other ones have been able to do that. Episode 9, the plot sucked. Honestly, it's kind of like Riverdale for Madeline. Episode 9, I know it was bad, mm-hmm. but at least I enjoyed it to an extent. Like, I was interested to know what was happening. Well, with 8, it just felt like there was so much going on. There was no cohesion. They were shoving random plots together for no reason. They were doing things with characters that they shouldn't have been doing. And then in 9, that's where it really panned out. They realized their mistakes, and they were like, well, crap, this movie's going to suck no matter what we do because all the setup was horrible. I don't think it was necessarily realizing their mistakes, though. Because I think if... because. To me, what Nine really felt like, rather than going off of, like, continuing off of the story of Eight and realizing their mistakes and making a more cohesive narrative, it felt like J.J. Abrams pulling, like, the franchise back from Ryan Johnson violently and putting it back on the track that he wanted, which doesn't work and so it just was like it so all like these so plot much lines happened but now they didn't yeah but now and it we're doesn't just gonna matter do the exact and same thing we did last time and yes, the time before and that exactly Except and so this it, time it won't make sense yeah and and i felt like nine was even more messy because there was no there was nothing tying it together like at Plus, least with eight there were characters that wasn't even an interesting planet it was like so bland. It was just like the. Sh- it was like tomb the planet. It looked like mm. they were in like the evil temple, but it was apparently a whole planet, and it was really stupid. And I was like, "Why are they here the yeah. whole movie? It's yeah. not even and a I cool was, place." Like literally, the the episode nine went okay. The villain is Palpatine, but again. again. And the threat that we're trying <laughs> we to stop. They didn't just explain why or how. They were just like, but he's somehow down. Palpatine gonna, has returned. Yeah, we're not going to tell you how. <laughs> <laughs> he's just down. He's here now. Dark magic, cloning, secrets of the Sith. 
cloning. They literally say cloning is a secret. Only the Sith knew. Like, oh yeah, they were clones. <laughs> they were definitely never clones. Wars and the original. <laughs> literally everything was clones. What are you yeah. talking about, you idiots? Is Rex a joke to you? Like literally, the threat that they had to stop was just lots of Death Stars. Like that was. <laughs> it's like a thousand Death Stars. <laughs> Yeah, and we'll bring back Lando and Chewie because can get his not? medal. And it's like, oh yeah, there were characters in this series. They didn't have any character arcs. We totally forgot about them and their emotional depth. Yeah, oh wow. They didn't even do anything with them. Honestly, I, Finn was just there. The only except for when he met Finn too, like Boogaloo. <laughs> Poe was just there. Yeah, Poe was, was just there. Poe was literally just there to be mad at Finn because Finn was <laughs> was chasing Ray around. And, and Finn too. Yeah, that was just it was just like Finn's chasing Ray, Poe's chasing Finn. Ray is chasing Kylo. Kylo. Kylo's doing Kylo's, <laughs> Kylo's the only one with a character arc. And that's and it's not even a good character. It's not good. It's literally he just no talks sense. he talks to his dad and he's like, Oh yeah, okay, I guess I decided I'm good now because my mom died. Because I feel like it. Yeah. And I will because say because something felt felt weird. And so it's happening now. Yeah, and I was kind of into the climax. The told I was, me I'm good. Yeah, so I'm good. <laughs> the screenwriters told me I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm good now. It doesn't make sense, but it's true. Yeah, and like, and I, because I, Palpatine. So I'm sorry because Palpatine. Oh my god, I I was <laughs> I was kind of into the climax, like like <laughs> Kylo running around I, in I his pajamas. I thought until, it was fun when... until that whole stupid that stupid part where yeah it, honestly where, I haven't thought about this Ray, movie like this before where Ray dies and then Kylo res Ben Ben resurrects her and then they kiss <laughs> and it's the worst thing in the it's and the he worst dies. <laughs> and then he just falls <laughs> over he just and he's just like oh okay I guess he's that's like the thing. I'll and do anything she... and I'll save you and she's like oh yeah he's dead oh well <laughs> yeah and then he just he just like gets up and walks out yeah, like, she just moves on with her day time to return to my real family and <laughs> my then she goes friends. back and sits with Finn and Poe who's still yeah. we're supposed to be hating each other for some reason and then yep. she's like yay we're happy yeah gone <laughs> like okay I guess she's like why okay. how did you get here what, like, ha- what happened to the stuff that just happened? Do you not remember as, all the people that just died? I think that might be the worst kiss in all of Star Wars. And there are a lot of bad kisses. Literally, Luke and Leia kissed. Yeah, it's worse than the incest kiss, guys. Like, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, gosh. Which technically it is an incest kiss because technically they're related now because Ray's a Palpatine. He's a Skywalker. And technically Palpatine is Anakin's dad because he was the one who used the Force to make Anakin in his his mom 
So science. Uh, Star Wars science. Midichlorian. Yeah. So Ray is technically you say Star Wars words and then it makes sense. That's that's <laughs> honestly, I think they just had like a board of a bunch of random Star Wars words they made up. And they're you just like threw a dart and they were like, well, let's mix them. And that's how the movie forced, forced uh, I wonder if I can find forced this in maybe Palpatine. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah star wars sucks and i love it and i will never not love it but i will i genuinely love episode three even though it sucks so much but it's so fun it's so fun we should we should watch star wars together sometime we should that would be fun honestly i'm happy with what they're doing with star wars now they found people that understand star wars and then they made the mandalorian and i hope that they continue figuring out what they're doing and fix everything. I honestly... Well, you don't need to fix Just fix a little bit of it, and you'll make it a billion times better. Well, honestly, kill off Palpatine. That's all you need to do. And kill off J.J. Abrams. No, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I fully... I, I think we have progressed oh, past the need for J.J. Abrams films. He's not a very good filmmaker, in my opinion. Like, right, even his quick. decent films are not that up. good. Have you heard of this one dude? He makes like a bunch of... Okay, this is going to be pretty fun. This might be a podcast episode for another time. Mm-hmm. So, Curtis Connor, I've mentioned that I watch him. He made a video a while back on this one movie maker who mm-hmm. makes sci-fi movies. And he doesn't... He He's just a random dude who felt like making sci-fi movies. He doesn't have a budget. He doesn't have a crew no cast members he basically just records himself doing random crap calling it sci-fi and then (laughs) doing really bad editing that's amazing and it's hilarious it's so funny and it makes no sense here i'll send you the link after this dude it's it's so good it's literally just bad editing on top of bad writing on top of bad acting and then calling it sci-fi that's like, literally, they're movies that have no plot. And even the little bit of plot they do have isn't related to sci-fi, but sometimes he just randomly gives people superpowers or calls them aliens, and so it's sci-fi. That's amazing. No, he's a cold following, and he's famous. because I he bet. I mean, I'm like... No budget, crappy movies. This that sounds are really like fun. some amazing Dadaist art right now. Like <laughs> They're so bad that people like them because they're so bad. And they like laughing at him, which is even more funny because I don't think he realizes that's why. I think he's like legitimately thinks he's making good movies. I doubt that. Really, no, like you haven't. I watched an interview with where he did an interview with somebody, and he legitimately looked like he thought he was making good movies. I think he's just an idiot, and he's just like. I'm gonna make movies and they're gonna be good and then they're really bad and people love them because they're bad but he doesn't realize it that seems like the plot of a movie <laughs> I feel like that might be the plot of a movie I'm try- that I don't know what movie but that feels like that is just Doofenshmirtz's life story I guess that's kind of thinking true. he's good as a villain but sucking as a villain to where it's entertaining and he accidentally becomes a hero some of the time. I really need to that? watch Milo Murphy's Law. Dude, that show is really good. It's I've actually heard not really that good. good. Things of- 
It's it, it honestly is really good. I've heard really good things done. about it, but yeah, yeah just... it's it's funny. It's it's cool because they bring back the spirit of Phineas and Ferb, but they give it a plot, and it's like which makes can, it just that much more. It's fun. like you can bring the spirit of a franchise without constantly mm-hmm. trying to rekindle it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which, even so, they did bring Doofenshmirtz back. Yeah. But they put him in a completely different role. And they don't, they don't capitalize. They capitalize on the personality and not on the plot. Yeah, like... Which is what they need to... That's what you need to do with something like that. They turn him into Dr. Time. Yeah, it's about... I mean, if you're going to bring... You can also Perry the platypus is there sometimes. For some reason. He just him and Doofenshmirtz just have a good time every once in a while, and that's just what he's there that's for. So, oh, that's that makes me so happy. <laughs> well, there's also an episode where he breaks Doofenshmirtz's heart, and Doofenshmirtz is like really depressed, but oh. <laughs> I need to watch the show. Okay, that's off topic again. Yeah. It's so easy for us to get off topic. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Think... So moral of the story is Star Wars sucks, but we Wait, love it. Can we do a tier list of Star Wars kisses? Of kisses? Yes. Oh gosh. Um, <laughs> can I rate them all like the lowest? Double F. Um I think the only one that isn't the worst thing I've ever seen is uh You know what I think they should have done? They should have just they should add make random characters get together in every one of the movies. <laughs> like put Obi-Wan and Anakin together. Sure. That makes that's sense. That's like a legit ship that people have. I know, but that's why it works. And then guess what? Jar Jar and Padme. It works. Oh my gosh. Chewbacca. And Yoda. No, Yobaka I, I, is what I we're calling it. it. I see it. <laughs> Yobaka. They go back a long way. They actually do. I, that makes They're me like so the mad. longest lasting friends. I know. I wish, I'm like, a, I wish they actually had an on screen relationship. I would love, they are a, really, I would they love a Yobaka show. <laughs> I want a Yobaka show. Yobaka with, and then you add R2D2 and C3PO because they're like the four longest running characters in the movies. Yeah. Well, R2D2 and C3PO have been in every main series Star Wars film. Yeah, everything. I don't think there's been like anything they're not in. They weren't in Solo, but they were in Rogue One. Because they gotta be. Even Yoda wasn't in Rogue One. Right? Right. I mean, Yoda wasn't in A New Hope. Dude, Rogue One, I love that one dude that was blind, and then he just runs into Uh the battle and he's like, I'm one with the Force, and the Force is with me. (laughs) It just somehow avoids dying. I still don't know like any of the characters' names. I've seen that movie so many times because it's my like sister's favorite Star Wars movie. So good though. But... See, that's the thing. I love every character in that movie. Every character yeah. is interesting yeah. and fun. Every and character is what... interesting and fun except for Jin. <laughs> I didn't really like Jin. I felt like her her storyline wasn't consistent because the rebels literally kill her that father, and then dude. she's like, "Now, oh my gosh, K two." 
Love that guy. Robot dude, the two, the forest dude, forest dude's friend. I don't know any of their names. Yeah, just okay. let go. I know Jim and Cassian and K2. And I don't know. I didn't any even of... know that. Yeah. Darth Vader. He's in that, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I know him. Isn't Leia in that too? Yeah, she's at the very end. That's the first time we saw CGI Leia, I think. That's the only time we saw. Well, I guess technically, yeah. In CGI Leia movie. was in nine. Oh. oh. That was horrible. Horrible. That movie was such a mess. I just, the more that I think about that movie, the more. I you just, made me realize how much I of a mess it really was. Horrible things that happened. We should totally. The thing is, I've only watched those movies once because oh. I couldn't sit through any of them again. Yeah, I've seen all of them. I've seen nine twice. I've seen eight a bunch. I've seen seven a few times. Seven. But, but seven I, so is the one that every time I, I watch like. it, I like it less. And that's the I thing think is, I actually do like seven, though. Yeah. I feel like, like it had enough potential to where I think the reason you don't like it is because of eight and nine. Not because of seven itself. Well, no, I don't think that that's true though, because seven is the one. Like initially, I really liked it, and then every time I rewatched it, even before like the even before eight came out, every time we rewatched it, it was just like, oh, okay, like because it's just, it, there's not yeah. enough. There's not enough going eight, on thematically that I that really keeps me engaged. So it's just like yeah, like initially it was like yeah, fun Star Wars movie, and then it's just like okay. Yeah, this is kind of predictable. Like, I think I know why no. I don't like eight. It's because I feel I always felt like seven had enough potential. I think seven's the only one I did watch multiple times. I feel like seven had enough potential to where it could have become an in- interesting. And eight was when they went past the point of no return. Hear me out. Don't bring back Palpatine. Bring back Jar Jar. Make him evil. He's yes. I fully am on board with this. I would lo- wait. I would love it if they had like an end credit scene where like we see like Charger like yeah, being man. resurrected by the Sith, and then just like immediately Ray just comes in and just like chops his head off with the lightsaber. It would be even funnier if he just tripped and fell off a cliff or something. He killed himself. Uh no, that would be so good. <laughs> That would be so good. That seems like something Marvel would do. That seems like something Marvel would do, but not like something they would do. Yeah, that is. Or like, that seems like a Disney thing to do, though. Um, (laughs) Although, I do, the more I'm remembering now, they did set up Rey to be possibly evil. You gotta remember that because yeah, she was all, while she was training with, with yeah, she she went to that, she went to the well or whatever. What was that scene? That Um, scene didn't make any sense to me. That just felt like pointless thing that didn't go anywhere. Well, the point was, I think in that moment, like what Rey, was the pro- it's, what were it's the tr- revealed to Ray that her parents left her, and she doesn't want to believe it. And so, but the audience doesn't know that until Kylo says it later. And so it's and that that felt less like they were saying that, and more like they were saying you're going to become evil. I feel well, I like think, they did that think, the wrong way. I think that's the purpose the of same it, though. Pr- I think was to be like same point across the, and get that purpose there in a different way, though, you know? I, that was I just think, the wrong way to do it, in my opinion. I think the point of that was to kind of say, like, oh, yeah, like, that Ray is, 
Ray does have the darkness in her, and that's where Palpatine came from. Oh my God! Oh, I just honestly I think if that scene wasn't that there, was he just... couldn't have found a way to fit Palpatine in there at all. No, I say what if, anyways. That was the worst. Like I, I, I audibly when 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 Kylo told oh, Ray that Palpatine was her grandfather, I audibly laughed in the theater. It was like. <laughs> Why? Like that that was, doesn't make any sense. You set was, her up to be looking for her parents, and then you're like, "So what if Palpatine?" What if Palpatine? I know. Like I. That's felt like, like that's like, just Star Wars. What if Palpatine <laughs> is the plot of Star Wars? Yeah. There like, you go. A lot of people were mad that like it was revealed that Ray was a nobody in Episode Eight, and I really liked that because it was like in. It did feel like they were setting it up to be something bigger, but I actually agree. I think the reason that it was bad is because they took it the wrong way afterward. Instead of building on the fact that she was nobody, they were like, what if Palpatine? But what if Palpatine? (laughs) It was was the funny, like, that was the funniest situation. Like, oh my goodness. (laughs) Kylo was like, actually, I lied before. I know I said I'd never lie to you, but I lied. You're actually a Palpatine, and I've known this whole time. It's unfortunate. Your parents were nobodies, but they were nobodies because they chose to be. (laughs) And you're just like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, what? (laughs) You're what like, now? It's so like her being a Palpatine is irrelevant. It's irrelevant because we've already established the like since if there's one thing we know from Star Wars, it's that whether or not you're a good person or an evil person is not dictated by who your parents are. <laughs> like you're right, it's dictated by Palpatine. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that is honestly what it feels like the plot of Star Wars is just Palpatine. Besides everything, it's and Star Wars, a Palpatine story. It's just so I really wish they hadn't have done that. Was like the worst possible thing they could have done. Like, if you're gonna bring someone back, maybe find a way to bring Vader back. At least he was interesting. Don't I... bring Palpatine back for like his third reprise of a role he didn't need to be in. Yeah, I was really gunning for a hidden Christensen force ghost, but we got a voice, we got his yeah. voice. I thought once that, again that would have been cool. I would have loved it if at some point he just shows up comedically and it's like it's just like he just like follows Kylo around and is annoying. Like he's you just complaining what, about stuff. <laughs> you know like he best, keeps his old personality to yeah. the T. <laughs> you like, know what the best part of that movie was? Samuel Jackson having one line. Yeah. I look like Ahsoka got a line. Yeah. They did a great job with that. That was actually that, that whole sequence was really great. I loved that. Like with Ray on the floor and all of the Jedi talking that. to her. It's everything just like around that sucked. Yeah. It was just, like that one part was like, this is pretty cool. Yeah. Exactly. I like this. And then it was like, but wait a minute. The whole situation around <laughs> this is horrible. But the situation Palpatine, that is prompted. Kylo this. kissing her, her almost <laughs> dying for no reason. She and did just die. like she died. He resurrected her and that killed him. She died. She died. Like, literally so, died. So the only reason that they were able to do that was the Mandalorian, and that makes me mad. What do you mean? So, but previously, before that, no Force healing had been seen in any Star Wars movie or TV show. Yeah. Except in the Mandalorian. Well, did the Mandalorian come out before Episode 9? Yeah. The first season did? Okay. 
the first season was airing during episode nine. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, right. It released near the end. And actually, I think it had just finished right when episode nine came out. And so the only place that it had been seen before that is Baby Yoda healing somebody. But even still, they went from Baby Yoda healing a minor injury that's just a scratch, even though that scratch could have killed the dude. And that the way they did it in that was actually interesting, made sense. It was cool. It was introducing us to a new force power. I'm not saying they should change that. The issue with it is then they were like, so what if we copied that and we but we made it bad and on a really extreme level to where it shouldn't be yeah. possible? Well, I feel like the implication was sort of that they couldn't just you that can't just heal. Just you have you to give, just... move your life force. Right. Which but was something I feel they like established the only... in the Mandalorian. Yeah, that's something that they established. Yeah, that's something that they had established. I feel like and maybe this is just me projecting, but it it I the implication to me felt like they couldn't have just done that with like anybody. It was like because they were a force dyad, they had they were already linked to each other, so they could do special stuff. But it, they never said that in the movie. That just yeah, but but it was still dumb. When you think about <laughs> the Mandalorian, though, then how does that make sense? No, I'm I'm saying like you. Couldn't, I know I know what could, you're saying, like, but. But the fact of the matter is, since they already had that in the Mandalorian, that's not a possible explanation. Because he heals a guy he met like the day before, no, and I also was trying to kill him. I'm saying that you couldn't just go around resurrecting people. Yeah. That that they, I, I don't know. I I, again, I think like, Baby I'm Yoda just, could. That's the issue with that. I don't know. Maybe, that feels- maybe he's just the greatest because he's pretty slick. Yeah. He doesn't I mean, do much, but what he does, it's really cool. I feel like force healing though is kind of that seems like a very OP power. And then I like, know that's why, that's why I suck, don't think like I don't know how you introduce that without like totally throwing everything off. The best and, force and power especially is lightning like, fingers. That's just the fact. <laughs> yeah. Well, especially like with <laughs> with Sith <laughs> with a uh, with Sith being able to like suck the life force out of other people. Again, that's kind of it an makes interesting sense to be able to give it back. That's kind of an interesting, like, flip side to each, because, like, you know, Jedi give life and then Sith, like, take it. But again, like, that seems very OP. Like, (laughs) if I was a Sith, I I would just be going around taking the life force out of everyone, and I would live forever. Thank you, thank you, thank you, bye. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, both of those seem OP, which is why I think the way they did it in The Mandalorian was the way that they should have done it, where you can only do it in small amounts. And being yeah. able to re- fully resurrect, like literally, Baby Yoda almost dies by just healing a small scratch. He passes out and is asleep for a while. And if they had established it in a way like that, where even, like, there's no way Kylo should have been able to do that, especially since he, he was also, a Sith. He, he just... was a Sith like 24 hours ago. <laughs> and so that... now he's like, I am so strong with the Force, I can do things that even the best Jedi couldn't do. Well, yeah, that I mean, that was the implication is that Rey and Kylo were like the best ever because they're a Force Which is even more whatever. stupid. Which is like, whatever. That's so stupid. I, they didn't establish that even, properly. Yeah, they, like, it didn't they make didn't sense. They what shouldn't a force have been the strongest was. because guess what? Anakin was the chosen one. 
he was the strongest. Well, you can't make somebody be like, well, we were wrong. Rich and I were pretty wrong, though. They already established that they were very wrong about it. But the prophecies weren't. Yeah, exactly. They just understood them the wrong way. Exactly. But that was very clear that he was supposed to be the strongest ever. And then they were like, so what if these two people were for some reason stronger for no just because we feel like it? Well, I mean, and what the if implication she, one of them with... is just like dead and then now they're yeah. not? The implication in The Force Awakens was like, okay, if the Force is out of balance again, we need to like force just every so often decides it's time for some new champions that are <laughs> so i don't know see i think that i'm indifferent to that though yeah like i'm like that makes, especially since they established that a lot in clone wars yeah like i'm indifferent. Now, the force has a will of its of its own right that has no sense of good or evil it just has yeah. a sense of balance and that's what and i so like since kylo was in power and luke was not they needed a new person. Right. So Ray was being they, called to do that. Yeah. The issue was there wasn't just Kylo. There was also that other dude that died really easily. Snoke? Yeah. Yeah. And I then, was, so I, was I think it would have been cool if there was the two of them versus Ray and Finn. And it was the journey of them realizing if it was the journey of Ray, who was naturally pretty powerful who was just trying to find her parents, and Finn realizing he could do something, realizing he could make a difference, and he wasn't just made to be a stormtrooper, and becoming something incredible. So one of them that's naturally cool, just a slight person, and then another one that was set up to fail, but through hard work was able to become something great. That would have been a cool story. Yeah. I... I don't know. I yeah. might just, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's just I, me. I think but, that you're right. I think I would just say I I don't agree that Snoke should have been in it. Like, I think Snoke I don't think was, Snoke should have been there at all. Snoke was a sloppy character from Find the beginning, and I'm it. honestly glad that they just that they just killed him off, because it was, like, I, that was such a or, cool moment. here's another thing they could have done. Make it only Cairo, but make Kylo pretty powerful because he's had years to practice. Make exactly. the other two need to rely on each other because neither of them are super skilled. So they have to work together to become great Jedi. And only the two of them, when working together, are strong enough to balance out the Force. That would have been a story that made sense I, as well. I don't know. I liked the the kind of yin-yang of Rey and Kylo. I felt like that really worked. Um, I, I do agree that I think like Finn should have been like set up to be to like eventually become a force a force user in the last movie. I feel like I think like I think what I said before though that at the end of episode eight is when he should have found it out. Yeah, yeah. I, that would have been like, really cool. I think like he's about to cool. die. He's on the edge of death. And then he just uses the force. Like one of those things where he's like closing his eyes, preparing to die. And then he uses the force. And he's able to say, to live because of that. And then he, especially, that would be so cool for his character. Because his yeah. character would be so fitting when he just like, holy cow. Yeah. What just happened? I, and then he just freaks out and he's like, cool. Yeah, I, I agree. Great. I think that would have been super cool. I feel like that's that was one he of the things. He deserves so much better. 
He really yeah, did. They all did. Oh my goodness. Like everyone did. All, they, like I said, Kylo deserved better. Luke deserved better. Ray deserved better. Clearly, Poe and Finn did. They did most of all. Yeah. It's just, it's so, and honestly, it's, the other characters deserved worse. They deserved to not be there. Yeah, all of the other characters didn't need to be there. And those were the people that were important and should be kept no matter what. Although, they needed Hux, to do better. I liked Hux and I wish that they would have done more with I don't him. know why they just killed him off. They were just like, yeah, oh so he's goodness. dead. Hux in the in first episode- movie. The first movie. Episode nine. He wasn't. No, he he was killed off in episode nine. He was. Yes, it was really so. Hux in 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 seven. He was set up as this like really scary dude, like you know. And then in all powerful, like godlike creature. No, I'm complete. I don't mean Snoke. You're right. Snoke was the Sith. Hux was the general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I figured it out. I got confused yeah, for a second. Yeah, 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 you're right. So, and then I hate Snoke. Snoke was just yeah, ugly. Snoke was useless. <laughs> Snoke was, and then they just killed him. Useless. That's Snoke what I was, was talking about. They were just like, so what if he died right at the start? And then you're just he, like, okay. Well, he dies at the climax. He dies at the climax of eight because he's like, like Kylo kills him. I know, but it felt really early for him to just. And it felt useless. He didn't. He didn't contribute to the plot except for dying. Yeah, which he I'm was honestly just there kind of and fine then with. Died. I'm honestly kind of fine with because he was. But useless why was he in there to begin seven. with? Exactly. I don't think he should have been there to be. Yeah, with. that's what I'm saying. Just and don't I'm do like, anything I, I felt like there wasn't a way to make him more interesting because he was just he was supposed to be Palpatine 2.0 he was supposed to be the one who sits on the big chair and is threatening and it's like once who again cares? Like, so what if Palpatine yeah it's like who cares I liked that like I once felt again, like they were Kylo trying killing to copy him. the original movies and so they were like, we have to have a big bad who's going to be like yeah. God-like, all-powerful who's, yeah. creature. Who's, he's the one manipulating things behind the scenes while the And then they were just like, villainous. so what if he died? And I feel like that moment where Kylo kills him is actually really powerful. Like, it's this point where he's just like, okay, I mean business now. Yeah. And, and it's, I think and that it's made this, sense like, that he killed him, but mm-hmm. I feel like he, he shouldn't have been there to begin with. Yeah, I agree. That's with the you only there. thing. The only thing when a character, the only thing the character contributes is dying. And that's why that's, I didn't like. That's why I didn't like Admiral Holdo, because she just shows up and slaps Poe around a little bit and then just dies. And it's like, okay. I don't know what you're whole, talking about. The, oh, you mean the chick that was uh, Finn's Finn's boss at the beginning? Yeah, Poe's boss. Yeah. Oh, Poe's boss. Wait a minute. That. That was Captain yeah, Phasma. I know who you're talking about. Finn's, yeah. Finn's the, the silver stormtrooper lady was Captain Phasma. She also died in a really unceremonious way. Yeah, she actually seemed cool though. She would, yeah. I would have liked to see a little bit more. I of her. wish she would, she didn't die in episode eight right. and would have stayed around. I feel like it wasn't a meaningful enough moment. For I've always Finn. said that the chick, the chick that was Poe's per- yeah. leader shouldn't have been there. She was yeah. just a, a useless character all like all through. Mm-hmm. Did not, she everything she did could have been contributed in way better ways. Yeah. Well, that chick was actually an interesting character. She was like Finn, someone that was interesting. I would have wanted to see more of, but 
but then they were like what if we did nothing with them yeah and that's where that's one of the things that i feel like episode eight did really wrong was killing her off because she didn't really contribute all that much for the duration of episode eight and then like i felt like her death wasn't that satisfying i think they realized they realized that they created a character that could have been interesting but they didn't know what to do with and so they were like well she's not going to be useful in the future let's just kill her off same with same with the other dude they were like yeah Yeah. they were just like we created a character who uh, doesn't contribute to what we want to do now because we forgot we did we didn't have an idea back then so we created a character that could have been cool but now we don't need him so let's just kill him yeah and i feel like they, they did that way too much in the in the sequels yeah and that's the one thing that i can kind of praise george lucas for like he didn't have a plan for the original trilogy but i feel like he he did a pretty good job of making it consistent while he was flying by the seat of his pants. like it obviously it was not his plan for luke to be darth vader's son but when he decided and he wasn't his plan for leia and luke to be together clearly to be siblings to be siblings yeah and but honestly, that was kind really of worked. But it still worked. And I felt like it actually did. And it, it, it was interesting. It made sense. And it was a cool plot device. Yeah. And so when you're able to do, which is honestly does, it does show George Lucas's talent. Yeah. And, and how he is able to, to create plot without having a big idea from the start. Now, I'm sure he could have done way better if he did plan yeah. it out from the start. Like, yeah. That could have been like, so good if he yeah. had a plan. I felt like, like I said before, I didn't, I don't love Return of the Jedi. Like, I think it's a fine movie, but I felt like most of it just kind of, it was just kind of there. And I felt like a lot of the emotional core was just the stuff between Luke and Vader and everything else. It was just like, whatever. So I think, yeah, like, I feel like that movie could have been amazing, but it was just all right. Like, so I'm going to say my, I'm going to say what I, we talked about this before. I'm going to say what I think if we were to split it up roughly 50, 50 of good and bad, I think the first two and the last two chronologically are the worst. And and all the originals, the last of the prequels, and the first of the sequels were the best of the movies, in my opinion. I think that's fair. Like, I, I, I disagree, but I, I understand where you're coming from. See, I, I also understand why you disagree. And I see that because of what you said about The Last Jedi. And now you also made me realize how bad the last movie is. <laughs> we didn't because like Palpatine. We didn't, <laughs> we even, didn't even yeah. need to talk about that that much. Like, we didn't it's even just... get to everything. There's so much. Of, there, like, yeah. The more movie. I think, see, I think, I think the real thing about that movie is the eighth movie. What? See, since I only watched them each once, when you're watching them the first time. The first, the eighth movie was not entertaining at all, in my opinion. Like it just felt boring the whole way through and uh, incohesive. But then the ninth movie, it at least had like some moments where you're like, wait, with the Jedi thing where all the ships showed up to destroy with Hondo or Lando. Hondo's a great character. We didn't talk about that. I love Hondo. Um, 
all those moments yeah. were at least exciting. Yeah, and I feel like that's what J.J. Abrams is really good at. He's good at making really entertaining movies that keep you engaged. But then when you kind of think about it, it's like, You're oh, just like, well, well that actually that wasn't good. Hmm. Yeah. How did that make sense? Why? Yeah. Why was Palpatine there? There's literally a Once point. Once again, because Palpatine. Yeah. There's literally it's- a point where Kylo's ship blows up. And then, like, a scene later, he gets in his ship and he flies away. And it's like, what? What? <laughs> like, we saw it explode. Well, that's, once again, because Palpatine, that's just Palpatine's story. We saw him explode. Yeah. He's still there. So why not a ship? Mm-hmm. That's less of a jump than Palpatine's existence. Yeah. I do feel like a lot of the time when you have a when you have such a like soft magic system which is basically what star wars has it, yeah. it can often feel like they're just kind of justifying whatever it's like oh well this you're doing this that doesn't really make sense well they're magic but it so does you can do whatever you it want it does because I, like, I say it does exactly basically what they're doing and i i like which I, once again i think that's something that the original movies and the mandalorian both do really well because mm-hmm. it makes sense there. Yeah, I think now, in the prequels and the sequels, you're just like, yeah, like okay, why we're doing this that? now? Why? Because yeah. I, I think soft magic systems have the ability. There is to like, merit. Yeah, like you can usually like I think that there is some merit to being able to just be like, okay, now they do this thing because I because the plot requires it or because it has like some thematic relevance it helps you be able to do some things that you can't do otherwise right and honestly Star Wars in a world where they're in space and there's a bunch of cool looking aliens and crap it makes sense yeah I and it's fitting and it's thematic and it's gonna help you make a better plot the issue is they use it in all the wrong ways yeah I think that you have to set it up well and when you're introducing new new stuff, it has to actually contribute meaningfully to justify its own existence. And it has to be introduced in a way that feels realistic within the world. Yeah. Um, and, and I, I think like that the sequels and prequels both really failed on that front. Yeah. I, there in were so some, many ways. Like, I felt like the... There were some good stuff. The four course. Skype chats felt yeah. natural they felt yeah. like that, that and even that ray was being called to the force because of the missing balance that yeah. felt normal that 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 made sense that made sense within our understanding of the force and then there's the like things healing. like palpatine still somehow yeah. being alive again and that, the, the force healing and even like like the stealing life from people yeah. all that stuff you're just like that doesn't fit though yeah, that feels that, like... Why okay. wouldn't they just be doing that the whole time? Yeah. Even, like, to an extent, Force Ghosts kind of fit. Like, I see why they did Force Ghosts. Because you want to be able to have, like, some characters that are dead make the characters that are still alive feel the plot a little bit harder. Yeah. And that is really important in the Star Wars universe. That is actually something that they use really well. Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't there, it would be an issue. I think the problem with it is they don't really describe it. They don't explain it. They don't explain why Qui- Qui-Gon didn't do it. Well, and then that's the thing. Clone Wars don't does. They, aren't they? Yeah, because in Clone Wars, that's that's when they introduce, they're like, yeah, Qui-Gon figured it out. 
He was the first one. He was the yeah. first one to figure out Force Ghosts, guys. <laughs> yeah. So he's here now. <laughs> well, he wasn't a full ghost, though. That was the thing. So that was why it made sense there, because the only times Qui-Gon showed up, it was for a couple seconds with just his voice, while all the other Jedi after Qui-Gon were then able to understand how to do it fully because they were able to go through the full training process, which I think that's pretty late in Clone Wars. So if you haven't watched that part of it yet. Yeah, I haven't, but I knew about it. it so. They have a meaningful plot line with Yoda, actually. They have like a five episode thing with Yoda in the last season where he goes on an adventure. He learns about Qui-Gon. He learns about how all that works. And it's in, in like a meaningful way to where they finally give you answers to some of the questions about the Force. But there's just so many things that they do with the Force that you're just like, this now at this point, it's just a scapegoat for you to be able to do whatever the heck you want. Yeah, it, it literally is just like, okay, well, just be like, so this character, it says it in dead. the script. This character, so they're dead, but we didn't feel like that anymore. So now they're back and we're going to find a, a reason. Yeah. <laughs> Even though there is none. Yeah. So, yeah. I think we need to end this. Yeah, we do. And once again, we've been Benaydaid. Let's smash again. I'll spectate. Goodbye. Ka-chow. <laughs> Ka-chow. <laughs> <laughs>